1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Packernet After Dark. So glad that you're here with me today. We're going to do what we always do. We're going to answer some phone calls. Phone number, if you'd like to participate, is 608-501-0718. I think we're going to continue with what we've been doing, which is going to make it actually pretty weird because it's going to be all up to date, and then older stuff, but I want to make sure we're up to date as the priority, and if we have some time to kill, we'll get to some of the older calls, and if they're weird, they're weird, it's all talk, it doesn't matter, the show's weird to begin with, it's all just mashed potatoes and Packers, man, that's all it is. Um, Alright, so with that said, by the way, new callers always go first, no matter what, we don't have any new callers, but again, 608 501 call and leave a message, let me know how you're doing. Brooke, let's kick this thing off, man.
2: Hi, Ryan. This is Brooke from Mundelein. Hi. calling back. It's been a little while since I've called in. Um, things are finally a little happier now, so it's fun to call in again.
0: There
2: you go. Um, let's hope that it stays that way. I am calling because uh, it floors me that nobody has even mentioned the A.J. Dillon tackle on the Aaron Rodgers interception. That was, like, my first reaction when we finally stopped the guys from running down the field. Just watching A.J. Dillon essentially pummel him into the ground was very satisfying. Um, And it, you know, kind of makes you think, like, nobody wants to tackle him while he has the ball. How would you like to be the one to run into him while you are trying to run away with the ball? So, it could be fun to see him on special teams. Anyway, so, I just thought that, that was interesting and if nobody actually noticed that i'd like
1: uh i didn't to bring that to i'm people's trying attention so, so hard I can to go find enjoy it right that. Now.
2: um i am actually on the road right now driving from illinois to kentucky hopefully avoiding all Fred's snowstorms, uh, so that i can pick up my parents in kentucky and continue the road trip to florida yes. to watch our beloved Packers play on christmas day what so i really 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 hope that they can Keep this momentum going. I believe in my heart that we can win this game. So hopefully hopefully we can. I'm super excited. I um, haven't really done a, an away game. I did one before when St. Louis was still in St. Louis. So I'm always nervous to go to games away from Lambeau because of other team fans. But hoping this is a good time. Hoping Christmas Day is a happy day. And just hoping for more happy players on our team it's really really fun to see them having fun oh also i listened to your live stream i don't think that your audio issues had anything to do with you playing videos because it was inconsistent with that when you played videos sometimes it worked. when you came back and sometimes it didn't i have no idea if you figured it out or not but i just wanted to give you feedback on that because it was um interesting listening to that So uh, I think that's it for now. Um, Hope we get to see lots of uh, Christian Watson and all of our lovely, amazing rookies playing um, their asses off on Sunday. So Merry Christmas and stay safe in the snowstorm that I'm in the process of avoiding. Bye.
1: Well, thanks for the call, Brooke. Um, Yeah. The, I kept getting comments on the live stream that the audio was messed up and people kept telling me it was the video. Stop playing the videos because it's messing up your audio. So then I stopped and then Blaine texted me and said, no, that's actually fixing your audio. So then I started playing videos and it would get messed up. And there's such a delay by the time I get the comment anyways, I don't even know what exactly is going on. Um, but I I, <laughs> I kept telling people, like, there's nothing I can do. It is what it is. Oh, well. And then I don't think anybody could hear me. So they kept saying, hey, your audio is messed up. It's, I know. I know. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm pretty sure it had to do with the streaming service. It's nothing to do with any of my equipment. It's My equipment is fine. The podcast is fine. I've never had that issue before. But when your streaming service is an online thing and maybe it just has to do with my memory being kind of choked with playing Hulu and everything else on my computer and trying to stream through my browser on uh, Google Chrome and everything else, um, I think it was just causing some issues uh, but again, I uh, the only other option would be to say, hey, people are having a hard time hearing me, so I'm just going to stop the stream, and I didn't feel like doing that. I guess I could have. I don't know. Um, Very happy you brought up the A.J. Dillon thing. I can't find it. I typed in A.J. Dillon tackle, and that didn't bring up anything, and I looked up, uh, just tried to find the interception he threw, and I couldn't quite find it. But I will be going back probably tomorrow to look at uh, the tape, and so I'll be sure to look out for that um otherwise yeah just i hope you have a good trip i'm super jealous i would love more than anything to be heading to kentucky right now actually my parents are uh well they're they actually canceled their plans to come up for christmas but they were gonna head the other way uh, they're not quite in kentucky but they're right on the border there and uh, apparently it's gonna be freezing down there as well so yeah you gotta you gotta hit the gas and make sure because i think it's gonna be cold even in the kentucky region so get down to florida as soon as you possibly can what is the temperature gonna be there Oh, man, it's 78 degrees in Miami right now, and it is, uh, it's getting late. 78 degrees, man. Cold front's coming in. It's going to drop to a high of 56 on Sunday. Mm, 56 and rainy. Bring your parka. <laughs> Bundle up. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be in the 80s until Friday. Drop 20 degrees down to the 60s and high 50s. And then by Tuesday, it's back to the set. I got to move to Florida. That's all there is to it. I got to stop talking about this. I got to get out of here. I can't do this anymore. I'm done, man. I'm over it. I do like the white Christmas thing. That is nice. If I ever did become a snowbird, I would want to try to come back for Christmas because you got to have some snow and deal with it for Christmas. But once Christmas is over, there's nothing charming about any of this. It is cold all the time. The air just hurts you. The air hurts you. What is that? For months... It just, you go out, it's like, do you know how much I have to psych myself up to take the garbage out? Monday is our garbage day, so Sunday night, there's always this dance I do where it's like, you should take the garbage out at night so you don't have to get up and do it early in the morning. And I almost never do, because I don't want to. And then the next day, not only do I have to wake up bright and early, which is hard enough. You know, it's like, oh man, I don't want to have to get up, it's so early, I got so much stuff I got to do and everything, blah, blah, blah. Not only do you have to deal with that... And it's a Monday and you're tired. Not only that, but you got to bundle up and take the garbage cans out. And I am just pissed when I'm dragging those things to the curb through like a half a foot of snow in my grass. You know, you don't shovel your grass. So it's just it's just, you know, and the the cans are on the side of the house. And my car kind of parks it in a little bit because I didn't think far enough ahead to say, hey, Keep your car back so you can slip the garbage. No, I got to go through the grass, which is covered in snow. And my hands are frozen because I'm not going to look for gloves. And I'm not even wearing shoes. I'm wearing my my house shoes, my little slip-on thing. So snow is getting inside my feet, inside my feet, inside my shoes and on my feet. Ankles are frostbitten. Hands are frostbitten because, you know, the, the garbage cans are covered in... The, the handles are covered in ice. And it's not just like a smooth ice cube that just happens to be freezing. No, it's jagged. So they're like little pinpricks, little razors that you grab that are also freezing cold. And, and, and of course it's like whipping 20 mile an hour winds. Pissed. That's winter. Why do we do this? Get out of here. we got to leave. What are we doing here? Why does anybody live here? This is awful. I don't need this. You guys will, you guys will support my habit, right? Patreon.com forward slash back underscore daddy. You you, you can help me out, right? Please. No, all right. That's fine. Fine.
3: Hey, what's going on, Ryan? This is Chris from Alabama, man. Hey. Oh, uh, man. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts today. Uh, Well, before I, before I do that, I just want to say that the TechNet Podcast, in my opinion, is the best podcast hey. that I listen to.
1: I was getting nervous because I, I just I feel like it's going to be, I've been listening to your podcast and you're an idiot. So this is a nice turn of events. Thank you, Chris. The
3: objective is not one-sided. It's not just, you know, all bad or all good. We're going straight down the pipe with it. Real good information, real good podcast. With that being said, <laughs> I it. am sick and tired of hearing the Packer podcast. Not packing it. or uh, Not packing okay. it. Podcast,
1: all right, we're good. But
3: the other Green Bay Packers so called fan podcast.
1: Those people.
3: With all this negativity. I'm just like, dude, are you Packer fans or what? <laughs> I've listened to, I know about six other podcasts besides this one. And you would have thought we lost the football game uh, the other night. Really? You would have thought we lost to the Rams by 30.
1: Is that true? I haven't been listening. Do I have a a unique take that I'm satisfied with (laughs) what happened? I didn't think it was a unique take. I thought we were all kind of on the same page. My bad.
3: It was just all the defense is still bad. 12 points.
1: It's 12 points. And if you're going to say, well, it's the Rams, what do you want them to do? By the way, and I don't know, I haven't been listening, I don't know what the argument is, but I get so sick of the argument that is, well, they're bad anyway, so it doesn't count. Yes, it does. My kids are just screaming, so however much of that you're hearing, I apologize. They are just, I mean, it is just, it's just straight, that's just what they're doing. That's just the game they're playing. Let's just scream for an hour. I get that the Rams are a bad offense, but that doesn't negate the fact that 12 points to any team Is impressive they let's see they gave they scored 17 last week 23 the week before that then 10 which is two less points so if if that's elite then you're being just stupid for the sake of being stupid then 20 then 17 13 14 24 10 9 20 31 and 10 i feel like they did a pretty good job I mean, nobody did a significantly better job. Nobody shut him out. Nobody kept him to three or seven. The best was nine, and that was like the number one defense in football, the 49ers. I don't know if they were at the time, but they've always been quite good. Uh, in week four, that's it. So the question for me is, it's not just, well, they're a bad offense, so no matter what you do, I think you suck. That's a stupid take. The reality is, what is the expectation, and how did you do compared to the expectation. That's why I talk about the spread. Well, yeah, you beat the Rams, but it's the Rams. No, 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 The expectation, when you balance it out, the Packers and what we think the Packers are, and the Rams and what we think the Rams are, Vegas said Packers are about seven points better. We beat them by 12. So we exceeded expectations. So, yes, the Rams are bad, but we still did better against the Rams for, you know, Based on expectation of what they are and what we are, we exceeded those expectations, and we've been doing that pretty consistently, especially when you're talking about our offense and the amount of points that they've been scoring recently. So, again, I haven't been listening, so I don't know exactly what the argument is, but I don't know how you can complain about our defense giving up 12 points. I am I guess I'm confused by that. Maybe you will explain it.
3: They're giving up all yards. They're giving up third and long everybody's out of position. Quay was out of
1: position again. Quay played like a monster. Quay? Complaining about Quay? I'm confused by this. No, I mean, listen, the, the third and long thing was annoying. It's, it's, it's getting old, and I get that, but, I mean, it, at some point you got to be happy. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I, you guys know I can be negative and I can be angry and I can be all these things, but at some point you got to be happy. And I'm happy with 12 points. I'm happy with the production. I'm happy with the pressure that was generated, considering we don't have Rashawn anymore. I'm I'm happy with just overall. I mean, yeah, you you give up a big play here and there. You know what happens sometimes, and and I and I think that this is the case with with our defense when fans or media or whoever, when they get it in their head that something is bad then everything just gets exaggerated. And it's the opposite. When things are good, we give them a break. The, the perfect example of this is Amos and Savage. When Savage makes a mistake, S okay. Because it's Savage. He's a stud. He's a star. He's a veteran. He's awesome. Mistakes happen. It's all good, dude. Everybody makes mistakes. If Savage makes a mistake, he is the biggest piece of crap I've ever seen in my entire life. So... The The way that that works with our defense is anytime time our defense does anything wrong, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Terrible defense, awful garbage trash. It was the same with Amari, right? It's just, and, and granted, Amari was bad. I'm not saying he was good, but the guy could, he couldn't do anything right. He could not do a single thing right no matter what. Once Once people have their crosshairs on you, you can't do anything right. Now, you contrast that with people we like. Christian Watson, if he drops a pass, or, or I mean, Christian Watson didn't get the signal, right? Romeo Dobbs, when he kept falling down, which seems to tick off Aaron Rodgers a lot or whatever, but we, we give him a pass because we love Dobbs, and we love Watson. So if they make more mistakes than they make plays, eh, it happens, you know? Uh, Wyatt, Wyatt had two good plays in the entire game, didn't play very much, probably because he's probably still not a super great football player. So what? It's Wyatt. We love Wyatt. Dude, as long as he makes like one play, freak, superstar, love him. Zach Tom. He had a pretty garbage day as a run blocker. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He was great as a pass blocker. Fourth round tackle. He's a stud. He can do no wrong. Except that one time he gave up a pressure or whatever, but it doesn't matter. And that's not to say there's no criticism valid. Of our defense, but it is to say that at this point, there is unfair criticism of our defense. There is going to be, if, if the defense does anything wrong, it's, oh, here we go again. These freaking idiots can't do anything right. They're the biggest losers in the history of the world. And the, and the reason I say that is because, again, overall, they did a good job. This is, I mean, if if this is what they've been doing all year we'd be talking about a top five defense in the NFL. This is what we've been begging from this defense, and we got it, and we're not happy because we're nitpicking. We gave up a lot of yards. You know how many passing yards they had in this game? 84. 84. They didn't even get 100 passing yards. That's the second lowest of the entire year. 82 they had against the Chiefs. That's it. Rushing yards, they had 72. Last week, they had 71, and then 171, then 116, then one sixteen, then one. They didn't have a lot of yards. What yards? They didn't have a lot of yards. In fact, it was the lowest amount of yards they had all season. 156. The next lowest was 198 to the Chiefs. 156 total yards for the Rams offense. Again, I get it. Right? Third and 15 and we give up a first down. Ah, it's frustrating. This was a good performance. This is the worst offensive performance of the Rams all year year it's one of the lowest scoring games they've had all year yes they gave up some first downs we got to pick our battles a little bit here
3: but and 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 and, and in a bar way they was talking about how he he should have had the pick six in a bar way should have had a bar he dropped the pick six You gotta make that play uh did you gloss over that what? he was rushing the quarterback
1: are we talking about the time he tipped the ball
3: realize that this is about to be a pass in the flat, let me gear down, let me get on this guy, let me go ahead and try to make a play in case he goes to him. He went to him, he made a play. Sorry that Enid Barway is not a tight end or wide receiver and has great hands, and he couldn't make the catch. But it would have been great if he made the catch and scored a pick six? Absolutely. But it still was a great play from a rookie to notice and realize I might need to gear down and cover this guy in the flat so he won't be wide open. But that gets glossed over. And then they're talking about, oh, they're giving out yards on the ground and they still can't stop the run. And, and, and everything was just bad, bad, bad. And I'm waiting on, like, okay, are they going to say anything about the five sacks that the defense had total? Are they going to say anything about Preston Smith's two sacks out of those five sacks? Are, are, are they going? Are they going to say anything about anything positive on this side of
1: the ball? No, all got a little bit more from him here. Sorry, I'm trying to do too much at once. Here we go.
3: I figured I was gonna get cut you're off good, man. You're good. Keep it going. You're guy. on a going roll. To be a long rant and I might get cut off again. But <laughs> nothing <will>. positive from <laughs> these guys. Like all negative, 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 negative nancies. They are. All of them are negative, and it just aggravates me. And then they went to the offensive side of the ball. The only thing they could harp on out of this whole performance where you've seen a, a rookie wide receiver that was out for four weeks and come back and look like he haven't skipped a beat, and you still want to talk about what happened in, 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 in earlier in the season about his drops. He's been having – he had a pretty decent day, yeah. He, had, he only had 55 yards, on five catches, on five targets. But you want to harp on week three or week four or whatever week it was when he dropped a couple of passes. My bad. We're in week 15. <laughs> Why are you talking about that? Can we talk about the progression that he's got? Can we talk about the progression that, that Christian Washington had? Can we talk about the, uh, the, the progression of the whole offense as a whole? And then, not only that, you go later on in the show and they ask the question about the Dolphins. And before the lady can even get her get Miami Dolphins out of, out of her mouth, the guy is like, oh, well, that's a loss. We, we have no chance. We don't stand a chance.
1: I'm starting to narrow it down a little bit. I think I know what show you're talking about. I don't actually ever listen to it, but I know that there is somebody who is very notorious for being negative. And I think there's three hosts, and generally one of them is a female. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, she has a southern accent. Am I catching that right, Chris from Alabama? I think she does. If I'm not mistaken.
3: Miami Dolphins done to make it seem like we don't have a chance to win this football game. I have not seen nothing significant that Miami has done to say, oh, well, this is just, it's is over. We might as well not show up.
1: By the way, I'm glad you said that. Tomorrow, I'm going to very briefly touch on it. I ran out of time. It's an hour and 11 minutes tomorrow. It's a little bit long. I wanted to keep going. I got on a tirade, and I just couldn't stop. But I think, not tomorrow, but the next day, I'm going to queue up some more videos of people saying exactly what you're saying, and it just it just sends me off. It's it's so disrespectful. I, I Listen, and this is what I said tomorrow. I, I don't have any issue with saying the Packers are not a great team, and they're not this or that. Whatever. Fine. But the level of disrespect to basic and and Colin Coward he he does say this and I address it tomorrow um, to completely write off the Packers and say that's a loss hundred percent that's a loss you're out of your freaking mind you're out of your mind that doesn't make any sense based on what they're on a three game losing streak what what are you what are you basing this on that doesn't even make any sense go in
3: the town 450 game we're not going to win we not might as well not even play
1: No, I don't even understand the idea. Well, the the tough game coming up is the Dolphins. Mm, I would lean Lions if I had to pick one. If not the Lions, maybe the Vikings. And then if after that, maybe Miami. Honestly, I think they're pretty close in terms of how afraid I am. I got to look a little deeper into Miami and who knows, maybe by the time I'm done looking at Miami, be like, yeah, I'm leaning Miami wins. That's entirely possible. I'm not saying Miami's trash and we're elite. Not my point. I'm saying it's wildly disrespectful to look at a team that has been garbage for about a month and say that the Packers, because the the teams that they beat are not good, aside from Dallas, which we just want to completely ignore that that happened, and the fact that we threw up like 33 points against the Eagles or whatever it was, uh, yeah, we're just going to disregard all of that and pretend that the Packers have no... You're, you're just being disrespectful for the sake of being disrespectful.
3: Has not played good these last three weeks right. alone. Right. Miami overall, and then they're talking about, oh, we're not going to be able to run the ball against Miami. Miami is—they're not as, good at that. Has the twenty-field ranked right. defense in the league. They're thirteen in rushing. They're allowing one hundred and ten yards a game. Right? You mean to tell me they're not as good as the Harry Rams? Rams not A.J. Dillon can't get 50? What What do you mean? Oh, they're not going to be able to pass against that offense. They're not on key. And, and the defense is just going to dominate the pass game. So if you can't move the ball down the field, they're not going to be able to score a point. They rank 28 in passing. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? What is going on? Then I go on Twitter. You got everybody talking about Rodgers. Bench Rodgers, Bench Rogers, Bench Rogers and all this good stuff and it's just like dude we just won a freaking football game <laughs> oh it was just the rams it was they oh didn't that have ticks anybody. me off who cares we won
1: and- well and that's what's unfair about it so so you can't win if you play a bad team i mean you can again you can look at the spread you can look at other like like i said one of the lowest scoring games they've had that is the least amount of yards they've had all season I understand they're a bad football team, but you can look at things proportionally, can't you? Or are you incapable of doing that? There's still, no matter what team it is, no matter how good or bad they are, there's an expectation here's what the Rams are, here's what the Packers are, and here's what I expect. The problem is these people will never put their name down. If you ask them prior to, how many yards do you think they're going to get? How many yards are they going to run for? How many yards are they going to throw for? How many yards are we going to get? How many points are we going to get? How many points are they going to get? They never would have said 12 points for the Rams. In fact, I asked a bunch of people. A couple people did say 13, kudos to them. But the people that are being negative, I promise you, they never would have said they only get 12 points. Because that's unrealistic, because nobody thinks the Packers are that good. They stepped up. They did better than expected. I've been very critical of this defense and for good reason, but they did a good job in this game, period. Yes, there's mistakes. Yes, there's problems. Razul should not have done what he did, that's for sure, with that stupid pitch. Some of the third downs were disaster and, and whatever, but they did not give up a lot of yards. They did not give up a lot of points. What else do you want? What, else, what other metric is there that's, that's bothering you?
3: We look pretty good knowing it, yes, it was a bad team, but who cares, man? These Packer fans, man, they, they oh man they, they... all
1: right he's got he's got one more, but no but 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 that's the point it's it's silly to say it's a bad team, so it doesn't count. That's not how that works, and like you said, they look good doing it. That is listen, we know what it's like. To win ugly 2019 was nothing but ugly wins, we won, but you don't feel good about it we've seen it we, we've seen it this year where, where we kind of look good in a loss or look bad in a win or whatever. The point is we were the better team for four quarters for four quarters we had the better offense for four quarters we had the better defense for four quarters we had the better special teams that's not really debatable. Maybe you can pick one of those per i, I don't know i don't know where it would be, but maybe maybe you know the defense kind of started giving up some chunks there for a while um not not any points really, but that 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 was the the general reality. And and again, some of these clips that I want to get to in a couple days about you know we're not even going to play any highlights because it was nothing highlight worthy. These Packers are no good. They're not. I don't know, man. I I I, I just I, I it's just it's just weird to me because there's there's very clearly a Packer team that is waking up. They're playing significantly better on offense. And, and had the Packers not kind of shot themselves in the foot a couple times, right? Again, there was the interception by Rodgers. There was the penalty on Jalen Ramsey that, sh- you know, there shouldn't have been. And a, a handful of other things, you know, Christian almost got in for a touchdown. Christian didn't, you know, the, 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 the miscommunication with the hand signal, he didn't see it or whatever. The, these are issues that had they translated to points, had they been touchdowns, we blow them out of the water. It's just that we, we had a couple miscues, and I understand that's part of football, whatever, but you can't pretend you watched that game and didn't see that the Packers are a significantly better team than the, than the Rams. And the fact that they're being treated as—and and, and, that's—Chris, that's, I'm going to play your third call here, but that's the issue. You're going to sit here and try to pretend that actually the Packers are, are the same kind of a team as the Rams— Because all you did was beat the Rams. No, we prove we are significantly better than the Rams. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean we're the Chiefs? No, I'm not saying we're the Chiefs or the Bills or we can beat any of those teams, but don't put us on that tier because we're not. We are absolutely in the same stratosphere as the Lions and the Vikings. Well, you lost to the Vikings. Yeah, we lost to the Vikings week one and they've looked like garbage the last several weeks and the Lions do look really good. And I don't know if we're better than the Lions or not, but we were not as good as we are the last time we played the Lions either. So I would say it's a pretty three. It's it's a three way situation, right now. I know the I know what the records are, but if, if you're asking me completely honestly, I it's and, and again it's very close. But I don't know if it's not the Lions, then the Packers, then the Vikings, then the Bears. I don't know if that's not the situation. Maybe it's the Packers first. Maybe it's the Vikings first. I don't know, but it's very close. I know the Bears are last. I know that they're the worst team. But the reality is, you look at the Vikings; they've got two players and one of the worst defenses in football. So, I, I, I again, you got your really super elite teams up at the top, which by super elite I mean they're better than everybody else, although they're not actually super elite. Then you got the next tier, and I really think the Packers are on that next tier. Got the Lions. I mean, it's most of the of, of the rest of the league, to be honest, aside from the garbage teams. I mean, you got the Lions, you got the Dolphins, you got the Packers, you got the Vikings. I don't care what their record says. The Vikings are on that next tier. You've got uh, the Chargers. You've got that 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 on and on and on. Right, a bunch of teams. Tampa Bay, uh, maybe San Fran, maybe San Fran's in the upper tier. I'm not really sure. They're one of those teams. And then you got your lower tier, and that's Chicago. That's you know the Colts. That's the Raiders. That's whatever. The teams that they just straight up suck. The Texans. We're not on the bottom tier. We're not with the Rams. We're not with the Colts. We are, we are significantly better. And why would that be hard to believe anyways? There's are still the Packers. This is almost the exact same roster as the Packers from last year. They started off slow and they're getting off to a better start. And, and you know who else is doing that? San Francisco. And San Francisco is seen as a, one of the best teams in football. You know who else is doing that? Tampa. And Tampa's being given credit. A lot of teams are starting to figure it out and they're being given actual legitimate credit. You know who's not? Is the Packers. The Packers are getting better. The Packers are starting to win more. The Packers did beat a legitimate playoff team. All of these things. They're a top 10 offense in the NFL. And you know what? They get no respect compared to everybody else. And I think that's annoying and it's frustrating. But yes, to your point, Chris, it's even more frustrating when Packer fans do it.
3: Chris, again, this, hey. this might be the last one. I it think is. I it's all right. sorry. But it's just the Packer fans on Twitter, majority of these Packer podcasts, it's just like, I understand the season hasn't went like it's supposed to go. Like we all thought it was supposed to go. I get that. Yes, are you are you correct in 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 things? The defense and the offense are still uh, uh, messing up on, and not? Uh, don't have picture perfect. Absolutely, but man, we can't just gloss over the fact that we did do some positive things. And 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 being a fan, don't you just want to even believe, just expect that your team is gonna win, like? It's, it's two, it's, it's Wednesday, actually. It's Wednesday. We have a game on Sunday. And before, I, I even before this week, two, three weeks ago, oh, the Miami game, we're not going to win that game. And I'm just mind-boggled because the team that I'm watching in Miami, even the Minnesota game, it's got, we got Packer, we got Packer podcastmen and Packer fans that don't think we're going to win the Minnesota game. Minnesota's not playing good. We can win those games. We can win out. But I will continue to have hope. And, am I optimistic a little bit? Am I realistic that it's a, a stronger chance that we won't make it? Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm not just going to out and say we're going to lose the game like that, man. No, the fan in we won't let me. And if you was a real Packer fan, you should be able to do that. You should be able to at least root for your team, even if you think it's not a chance for us to win. I mean, golly, man, it just gets on my nerves. It aggravates me, and I just had to, to come in and do a rant. I'm about to get off before I get cut off again. <laughs> Go Pack Go. Oh, boy, man.
1: And look, I, I as somebody who's been the negative Packer fan before, I don't have any issue with being rational, if that's what you think it is. If you think we can't beat Miami, fine, but I don't think that's rational. I would be stunned if somebody said that and you actually asked them to dig in and you say, okay, explain this to me. Break it down for me. Why, why do we have zero chance? I don't think they could do it. I think it's just off the cuff. I think they think Tua is elite. They they see all the speed. And, and and of course, this is you know, not to be disrespectful to the other Packer, Packer podcasts. I don't know what they're saying. I haven't listened to them, but... Uh, for a lot of people, if you have a fast wide receiver and you're winning, you're you're the greatest in the world. You have Tyreek, oh, we can't beat you. Fast wide receiver, who can stop a fast wide receiver? i never even heard of such a thing, it's crazy. Like, that's the only thing that matters. Miami has to be the best because, you know, they have Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddell. They have the fastest wide receivers, so they must be the best team. No, that's not correct. They happen to have fast wide receivers and haven't won in three weeks. That doesn't mean we're going to win. I don't know if we're going to win. I, I might conclude that I don't think we're going to win. And no, I'm not optimistic about us getting into the playoffs at all. I understand we have like an 8% chance. Yeah. But here's the thing. If we have a 50% chance this week and a 50% chance next week and the 50% chance the week after that, we have pretty low odds of getting into the playoffs. But we still have a 50% chance at the game that's sitting right in front of my face. And I'm not going to say we have no chance just because we have an 8% chance to go on a run. Those are two separate questions and I can separate the two things out. Do I think we're going to go on a run and win all three games? No, I don't. Can we? Yes. Do I think we will? No, because I think we're about equally matched with all three. So you call it a coin flip. Do I think we're going to, you know, do you think you're going to get heads three times in a row if I give you a coin? You might, but the odds aren't great. And of course, that doesn't even factor in the other games that have to go our way. And then, you know, if we get into the playoffs, do I think we're, we're going to win? a super Bowl? Of course not. I don't even care if we're the best team in football. If you think you're going to win just because you're the best team in football, you don't know how this works. Your odds are still sub 50%. And we're not the best team in football. But that also doesn't mean we're not going to win a Super Bowl either. So I, listen, I don't know, man. I'm not really worried about the playoffs. I don't think we're going to get into the playoffs. I would say there's maybe at this point, again, without having super looked into it, a 50% chance we beat Miami, which is not super great odds. But I know for a fact that saying we have no chance against a team that has not won in a month is is not you being rational; it's you being pessimistic, and that is a little silly. Anyways, that took a while. I'm in, I'm gonna in I'm upset because I had to cut off my rant from the last one, so I'm getting a little ranty, and Chris just got me all riled up here. But uh, we're kind of long into this, so why don't we take a break and uh, we'll see what the other folks have to say? Uh, if you want to support the podcast, Patreon.com forward slash Pack underscore Daddy. If you'd like to f- support Fertile Ground Ranch discipleship ministry, uh, you can find them at fertilegroundranch.org. We'll take a break, we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing slab packs from arena club.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view
0: Halfway through today's episode and you just got done talking about special teams and start taking a lot of elite special teams in the draft. Now, absolutely agree, but we're winding it a bit. The draft. Our our core is young. It's looking good. I mean, the only major holes that I'm gonna really be seeing coming into Next year is obviously safety because we don't know what we're going to be doing with It's more than likely cutting him. Savage, you know. Yep. Rudy Ford, I mean, looking good. I mean, I feel like there's a little bit too much hype for Rudy Ford. I mean, right. he's doing good. Don't get me wrong. But, like, ah, who's the guy from the Chargers? I, you know what I mean. But, okay, so we're looking at safety. Maybe another corner. Corner depth is always great. And then right tackle. Like that's all. That's all I'm really seeing. Maybe take another late round running back because Gouda obviously has proven he's good with those.
1: I would like to add another edge rusher. We're very very thin, and it is also a rotational position. I don't know how that'll change with a new defensive coordinator, but you know we'll we'll play at least three, a hefty amount if not four. And we right now have one superstar. We have two guys that are pretty solid in Preston and in Kingsley, and I think Preston is probably more solid but very inconsistent. Kingsley is probably more just high floor so far, seeming like low ceiling, but, you know, it plays with intensity and everything. I would like to see one additional edge rusher, but otherwise I, I agree.
3: So
0: running back, right tackle, maybe a corner, and some safeties. So, yeah, balls to the wall with late round, like maybe fifth, sixth, seventh round, Elite special teamers. Yep. Right there with you. But uh, yeah, I I I I don't know. If we have like any better idea of what the upcoming draft is looking like, what it's deep in. But um, yeah, just, uh, trying to get the conversation going. So, yeah. Bye.
1: And that's, and that's generally why I don't understand the whole never draft a punter, never draft a kicker thing. And I know that the track record isn't great, and I know there's a lot of great undrafted free agent kickers and all that stuff, but um, why? Well, you, you why would you waste it, on it? First of all, it's not a waste. And if you don't believe me, go find a team that is is struggling with kicker, struggling with punter like we had. Do you remember Frost? You're going to tell me that it's not that big of a deal? for For a fan base that has done nothing but complain about how bad our special teams is, it's shocking to me. How upset they get if we dedicate a late 7th round pick to anything. A long snapper, a punter, a kicker, whatever. And I get it. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. Just like free agents. How many free agents have we had to come in almost every year to compete with Crosby and lose? All I'm talking about is a priority free agent. Take the best guy. What what, what are we missing? Another 7th round edge rusher that's going to bust out? I don't care. I don't want that. And you gotta understand, I'm I'm the guy in fantasy whether whether or not you agree with the strategy, probably not. But I I was always the guy that when I played fantasy football, I want the best players. So if a position hasn't gone yet, I'm gonna take the top guy because I just want. I, if I have the best or one of the best quarterbacks, one wide receiver, one running back, tight end, defense, kicker, I'm set. Well, that's a stupid strategy. I don't care. I just if there's a best available, I want it. And you're telling me there's there's fullbacks that are the best in the class. There's kickers, there's punters, there's long snappers, there's returners, and even tight ends. I mean, by the time you get to the 4th, 5th round, you still got some primo talent. And you want to continue taking what? Edge rushers? Defensive tackles? I mean, it's not to say you can't do something with them, but I would rather take the best punter as opposed to like the 19th best defensive tackle. <laughs> Yeah, I understand it's, it's a long shot with the punter. We've got like a, what, a 30% chance that he ends up being our long-term punter? Compared to what, though, a 2% chance that this guy ends up becoming a long-term defensive tackle? Come on now. All right, we did not get through as many calls as we needed to, but uh, I had to do a uh, a thing, and I'm short on time, et cetera, et cetera, but it's almost 10 o'clock. Let's do one more call, and then uh, we'll get up out of here.
4: Hey, Ryan, I just wanted to uh, touch on a stat that I thought was interesting considering uh, what Green Bay needs to do for the remainder of this month, and that is uh, win out. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't lost a game in December uh, since December of 2018. That's 14-game winning streak. Wow. Uh, and I think it's like the second longest in NFL history. So uh, if anybody's going to do it, it's going to be Green Bay. I mean, this is uh, the time where they got two games left at home against teams that – Honestly, could lay an egg at any point, uh, or, you know, give us a really competitive game. It just depends on what Detroit and, uh, Minnesota want to do here at the end of the season. But, uh, I'm just, uh, pumped to think that, hey, this team could actually do it. I know I was one of them that really thought they were, they were out of it with the broken thumb and all, uh, and how he's been playing. But if anybody can do it, it's Mr. Rogers. I'm
1: out. Yeah, I'm just looking at that. That was the uh, – and that was 2018, uh, Detroit 31-0. So, obviously, 2018 was a complete catastrophe. And we're talking uh, Deshaun Kaiser in that game. So, uh, a couple of weeks earlier was the last time Rodgers lost against these Chicago Bears 24-17, again 2018. So, yeah, that's uh, – what do we got here? The Giants – Washington, Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, Philly, Detroit, Carolina, Tennessee, Chicago, Baltimore, Cleveland, Chicago, um, and LA this this uh this year as well. So yeah, and and a couple of close calls in there, but also some absolute beatings. Um well 24-12 isn't bad. 28-19 against Chicago isn't bad, 45-30 against Chicago, 40 to 14 against Tennessee. Uh 24-16. Uh, uh, 31-24 is pretty solid. 30-16 against Philly. Um, 23-10 against Minnesota. Uh 31-13 against the Giants. So, yeah, about 50% of them are uh pretty good beatings on top of everything else. You yeah, the the rest being one score or so. Yeah, I appreciate the stat, man. That's pretty uh pretty insightful. I'm 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 really Pretty 50-50. I think one of the things that would be interesting to look at... Let me do one thing really quickly here. I'm curious what the uh, uh, spread was in these games. Just out of curiosity if we were favorites or not. Um, Most of them we were favorites. Most of them we were pretty heavy favorites, which I guess makes sense. We're a pretty good team, obviously. But... um, the the difference being, for example, we're four point underdogs going up this uh, this this upcoming week. The la- there were only one game we were underdogs, and we were four point underdogs against Minnesota, and we won twenty three of ten. But um, that'll probably be the difference. I think we're going to be underdogs in this game. Um, and that was also on the road against Minnesota. We'll probably be underdogs against Minnesota, although I don't really know. We'll see how Minnesota fares this week, and if we can handle. Uh, Miami. I wouldn't be surprised if we end up being favorites, but um, again, that'll be sort of a a difference. A lot of these games are not only in the Packers' favor, but more than half of them are seven-point favorites. Uh, We were seven points against the Rams, seven and a half against Cleveland and Detroit, eight against Carolina and Philadelphia, nine and a half against Baltimore and Detroit, 11 and a half point favorites against Chicago, 13 against Washington, 13 and a half against Detroit and Arizona. So they were massive favorites. Um, so slightly different scenario, but still point very well taken. Anyways, we gots to get out of here. I gots to get out of here. You folks have yourselves a fantastic day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one.